Welcome to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast, where we are going to overcome our fears, doubts, and insecurities. I'm your host, Felicia Wallace, and I would like for you to join me on my journey to slaying my own self-doubt, and hopefully you slaying some of yours as well. Let's get started. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast. I'm your girl, Felicia Wallace. I know, I know, I'm late. I'm late, better late than never, okay? Let's jump right into my randomness. This has been just a crazy week. So you all know that I'm in my entrepreneurship journey and I decided to get a part-time job and it's going to be simple. I think I like it. Um, I am able to continue to have the freedom of my time. But I need to figure out a better schedule because, child, y'all know I was used to just kind of being in the house and I could do it when I, you know, do my recordings and things whenever I felt like it. And last week, oh my gosh, I think I went in just two days. Your girl was tired, like tired, tired. Not like, you know, when I used to work, I was like mentally drained, but this is more physical. I was like, my body was tired. Like I laid down and like went to sleep immediately. Um, and so I just, oh, I just been all over the place. And then this weekend was kind of busy with a couple of things that we needed to do. And so I just was like, oh my gosh, like I really need to get a hold on really pushing myself to get some things done. I just have a lot of things going on and, um, it's no excuse, but I'm going to be better y'all. I promise, you know, this really wasn't procrastination. Y'all know I'd be procrastinating sometimes, but I, I wasn't procrastinating. I just legit was busy. So I did want to talk about something that I've heard about. I didn't watch the episode, but it's been all over social media about this whole Kanye and Kim conversation try to remember exactly what said but basically what the gist that I got was that like Kanye was telling her that he feels some type of way because she you know is you know dressing sexy or posting these sexy pictures or whatever and I guess her stance was pretty much like you've been new to this was me type situation and so a lot of people were having this conversation about what the fact that he's um you know getting closer with God and you know maybe he's in transition whatever And so I just wanted to, I thought about it and I was thinking to myself, you know, two things. Do I think that, first of all, in marriage, I think that if your husband says something that he feels uncomfortable with and he feels like disrespected, I think at that point, as far as I'm concerned, it don't matter what religion you are. If your husband feels uncomfortable, then it's your job as his wife to make him comfortable. And even if that means like changing some things up now, here's the thing. I, like I said, I didn't hear the whole conversation, but I've heard a lot of like people like, well, they already knew who she was, you know, just that and the third. But at the end of the day, she definitely isn't doing it as much as she used to. So some of it, she's calmed down as well. The other part is, is that, I mean, she became who she was because of what she was doing. The question is whether or not, did she feel like she still needs to do that? Or like, what was the big deal? I don't really know the whole story. So there's my randomness. So I have this calendar that my old supervisor gave me called like the national calendar day. You know, they've been like random days, like national hot dog day or purple flower day or coffee cup day. I, I, I have no idea who makes this stuff up. Like some of the joints be legit, like really like, 
National Speaker Day? What are you supposed to do with that? What am, what am I supposed to ex- explain to me how I'm supposed to celebrate that, right? Some stuff be cool. Some stuff be like, what? But I did look up the month of October just kind of randomly, just thinking about what I wanted to talk about. And I realized that it was um, Emotional Wellness Month, which I thought was something that's definitely very um, important in our um, society just right now, just with a whole lot of things that's just been happening. Um, for me personally, I know of um, two families that um, suffered a loss over the last couple of weeks um, due to basically someone's emotional well-being and suicide and it was really tough for me to just like hear it and hear the people that it, it affected I don't think that there's ever any time that if someone passes away unexpectedly that people don't feel some sense of um, sadness or whatever have you. But when you know that it's at the hands of themselves and it's because that they're struggling emotionally or mentally, um, I think that that's always the worst because you feel like, what could you have done? It, did you see the signs? Did you know? I don't know if there's signs. Like, it, you know, you see all these posts that always say, like, check on your strong friend. I mean, if they're strong, then wouldn't they know how to, like, disguise it? Like, how do you know when someone's really going through if they're not sharing, right? But today I wanted to talk about um, just because of the situation and just how I've been feeling about it. Um, about just, like, being sad and feeling and understanding your emotions and being wherever you are at the time that you are. Um, I feel like that we have this sense of, I don't know, maybe that like we shouldn't necessarily, it's not okay to be sad. It's not okay to show your emotional side. You know, especially as women, we get like we're emotional creatures or we be extra or we be doing the most. And so you feel like you got to put on this front when you're really, really sad. And I think that that's not it's not helpful to you. Like as the person, like I know that I've had, um, multiple times within my life where I've had a, like a, a bout of depression. Right. So it may be situational, of course, you know, depending on what's going on, um, in your life, you feel like you just, you say it like, that's just it. Whether it be the loss of somebody, um, a situation that's going on in your relationship, whatever the case may be, like you, you feel sad and it's okay. I think that what happens is that for us, sometimes we may not know how to get ourselves out of that. I've been very fortunate that I think that I'm able, well, I know that I'm able to work myself out of it and I'm grateful for that. But sometimes everybody isn't able to do that. One, because maybe you just don't have the support of the people. Like I am super grateful for the village and the support that I have that I can go to any of my friends, any of my sister cousins, even my mom and just be like, I'm sad. And and my husband too, you know, like I can go to them and just be like, I I don't know what it is. I'm in tune enough for myself that I'm able to be like, I don't feel good. Well, what's wrong? I'm sad. Well, why are you sad? I'm sad because of this reason. And it happens randomly, you know, depending on what it is. So one of my friends, um, my best friends in high school, she passed away a couple of years ago. And whenever her birthday comes around, I always get sad in the beginning I knew it but then over some time now because it was since 2019 so it's been like seven years I didn't really understand why I would always feel just some type of way until last year when I realized oh man it's her birthday and it once I got close to it and I realized what was happening it was like yeah like 
I, I do feel sad and it's okay. And, you know, because my husband was with me during that time, I am open and honest with him to just let him know that like, I'm, this is, this is going to be the next couple of weeks. I might not be my normal self. I may be a little bit more emotional, maybe a little snappy. I don't know. But right now I'm sad. I'm sad because I'm still mourning my friend. I'm sad because I wish she was here. I wish that, you know, I had more time, all these things. And even though you should be celebrating and being, you, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to not feel like yourself I think that we need to be able to have an outlet be able to find a way to let it go whether it's journaling crying sometimes I just saw one of my cousins posted something said she had like an ugly cry and I'm like sometimes that's all you need is just to cry I know that there's times that I've been sad where I don't want to talk to nobody about anything I just need to cry like let me be sad you know and it's okay like be sad be in your feelings, get it out. Because I think that that is better than keeping it on the inside. You know, like even right now, as I'm talking about this, like I'm not physically, like I don't have anything that's like making me sad, but I feel like emotions on the inside. And I think that we as females get a bad rap of like, like I said earlier, being too emotional, but I think that we have to find a way to be able to express it in a way so that the people around us know that we're going through something at, uh, at this moment. Um, so like there was a period of time where my husband, I would have to tell my husband, like, I'm sad today. Like it's, I had to tell him ahead of time because he didn't know because it ain't his feelings. He don't know what I'm feeling. You know what I'm saying? And it would just be like, what's wrong with you? Your aura, your whatever have you. And I would have to tell him in the morning, like today I'm sad. I don't really know what it is that I need, but you know, I just want to let you know, but guess what I had to do? I had to go to work. I can't be sad at work. So then I was sad from the time I woke up until the time I walked in the doors. And then for eight to nine to 10 hours, however long I was at work, I was regular. Then I would get off of work and then I would be sad again, right? Because you think it's a distraction, but you're still feeling those emotions. And so I would just have to find different ways like okay do I need to exercise do I need to journal do I need to cry do I need to talk to my friend do I need to talk to my husband do I need to talk to somebody just to kind of get it out and we have you have to do what's best for you you have to do what works for you because you you cannot afford to just hold it in in inside of you it's not healthy for us um it causes stress it causes anxiety it causes hypertension I like there's so many medical things that have to do with stress and anxiety and sadness and depression that is not just all mental there's a physical thing that happens to you when you feel that way anybody who is listening to me right now when you feel sad you physically feel weak like it just it happens you don't want to do anything you don't want to get out of bed you just want to lay and just be blah you know what I'm saying and my thing is is that it's okay like I'm just going to say this throughout the whole thing like it is okay to be sad I one of the things that I tell my kids all the time especially because they're boys and that's you know I feel like that's a we're going to talk about that as well but that's another thing like I am in the habit of now of creating emotionally responsible men 
that is where I am right now. I'm very big on like feel whatever it is you feel. Allow your feelings to your uh, 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 um, response to that feeling to be appropriate. You know, if you crying about Fortnite, we gonna have a problem, right? Like I'm not. I don't want to hear somebody's being a bot. I don't have no idea what that means. Okay, it was like. If you have kids who, or anybody in your life who plays Fortnite, like there's a black hole happening right now, these bamas is stripping. I just want you to know that. Like they just, they just, they say it because of the game. But guess what? I get it. It's it's just the game. I'm not acknowledging that, right? Like I'm acknowledging it, but you're going to get over it. Those are the type of things where you'd be like, okay, boy, bye. Like just go ahead about your business. You'd be fine. Go play with something else, right? But if you are sad because, I yelled at you or you were sad because something happened that disappointed you or you're frustrated with something. I'm going to acknowledge those emotions. I feel like that it is important that for us men and women that we, if we learn that at a young age to be able to be in tune with our emotions and understand and not have to cover it up, that it helps us to be emotionally responsible when we are adults. Because at the end of the day, we are all walking around with something that happened to us years ago. It doesn't matter what it was, something affected you and your response to that is completely different from everybody else's. Some people emotionally, they shut down when they dealing with certain things, they recluse, they go in a box, they don't say anything, don't ask them no questions, don't ask how you feeling, nothing like that. They will just don't talk to me, right? Then you have people who they emotionally vomit all over you. They just, blah, 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 you know, all of that. And you have people who are right in the middle, depending on the situation. They handle it privately. They don't have a problem. I mean, you know, just telling everybody what it doesn't matter. I think that we really just have to be able to figure out what's the best way to do it. What I'm saying today is that it's okay to be sad. Do not keep it to yourself. If you feel like you need therapy, go see a therapist or a counselor. I know that for me, when I was really thinking about transitioning my job and just how that whole situation just was making me feel uncomfortable. Like my anxiety was on a whole nother level. Um, the stress of my job was affecting my marriage. Like it was so many things that were happening. I literally, I was like, I need, I think I need to go see a therapist. Cause I felt, I felt like I was losing it. Like that's how I felt. I felt emotionally unstable and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty all right. Like I'm in the middle depending on the situation. Right. And so I looked up some counselors or whatever have you. And although like we have a marriage counselor that we go to for this time, I felt like I needed something for me because I feel like my our marriage counseling, that's about us. But when I'm talking about me, I, I needed me, me. Right. So I reached out to EAP through my job because they offered those services to me for free. And most people don't even know what EAP is. It's an employee assistance program through most jobs. They they give you that. They have some things where they will give you um, free therapeutic sessions. So you get like, generally it's anywhere between three and five, three and five counseling sessions with a therapist over the phone, generally, or like via online 
Snapchat or something like that. Um, but generally they will do that and it's free. Your job pays for it. You work in there, they're going to give it to you for free and it's completely confidential. They don't talk to, they don't report back to your supervisor about what it is that you're going through or whatever it is. It doesn't matter what you do. EAP does it for that. They also do it for addiction. And this is the whole, just like in service on EAP, like reach out to your EAP. If you have things that are going on, even if you're having like a financial hardship, EAP usually handles that as well. So I reached out to my EAP and, um, filled out this questionnaire. And so in my case, they told me they didn't think I really needed a therapist. They thought I needed a coach. And so I was just kind of like, Oh, okay. You know, whatever. That's fine. Um, I had, um, bi-weekly calls with a, a, a lady, um, who was like my coach. And I told her just like I had, you know, emotionally vomited on her the very first call, basically. And just told her everything that I was at. And she's like, okay, so what I hear you say is blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I literally talked to her for eight months, every other week for eight months, every other week for eight months, she called me and we had a session for 30 to 45 minutes and whatever was going on, like she would ask me, okay, I know you were right now and we're focused on career, but how are you doing? What is going on with you? How does this make you feel? Because of course I told her I had anxiety, but those eight months I had an outlet that no matter what, even if I, and it, again, it's free to me because a lot of people don't go get help because they feel like, Oh, I got to pay for this. Is my insurance going to pay for it? Depending on where you go, your insurance will pay for it. You may need a referral from your doctor to go see somebody. But for the most part, if you have a job that has EAP, they have those services for you. Um, as a, a leader in my group, I had to refer some of my employees to EAP because I knew things that were going on that I could not handle. And so I think that once we realize we have resources around us and that it is okay and there's people here that will help us, whether it's your parents, whether it's your friends, whether it's your spouse, whether it is a counselor, whether it is a coach, whether it is a pastor, that there are opportunities out here and solutions and things out here that we can use to be able to be emotionally well and I think the other part is that we have to take we can't take it for granted you cannot take for granted that you are the strong friend you cannot take for granted that oh I can handle a lot of stuff like I'm very good at compartmentalizing a lot of things in my life some of it is just based on like my career path like I could not bring my stuff to work and you know when you managing people you managing their emotions too and it be like okay well listen the whole office can't be sad today you know so I'm gonna have to get it together and so I'm good at doing that but guess what it is a burden it is a burden that I'm carrying it's something that like and I've described this before like when you are going through something it's like carrying a backpack of bricks and you just walking around with it every single day and you have to find ways to unload those bricks some of it is giving that beef back to whoever gave it to you like slim you're not about to drop this in my lap and then now you feel free and then I'm supposed to carry your stuff nah bro I'm giving that right back to you so that's a conversation you may need to have with somebody and it's like listen you know I know we were whatever and this situation was whatever but I can't do that so you're gonna have to take your own mess and knowing your capacity and I've been using this word a lot lately like sometimes we just take on other people so oh I can help this person oh I can do that and it's emotionally draining I think that 
what we really just have to do is you have to know yourself. You have to know your limits. You have to know what you can handle and you have to be able to say no, even if it's something you really, really want to do. I had an opportunity to do something and I really wanted to do it. I really feel like it was going to be beneficial to me, be beneficial to the other party. Um, but once I really sat down, I prayed about it. I thought about it and I talked it out. I literally talked it out with somebody else and they just basically say, you do know you can't do that, right? I mean, if you just listed all the other stuff you got going on in your life, that's one extra thing that you cannot commit to, right? And sometimes we commit to stuff to just like drown out the other noise, right? So you stay busy and I, I'm learning that that's a part of my procrastination that I continue to, I make myself busy. I give myself a whole bunch of things to do so I can, you know, on one hand, like for me, it's an excuse like, oh man, I can't do this because I got, well, didn't say no then, right? On the other hand, some people do it because they don't want to deal with their emotional mess. They don't want to deal with what's going on, on the inside. So they stay busy doing a whole bunch of other stuff so they don't have to sit with themselves and really work on themselves and where they're at. And sometimes you just have to do the work. But in the midst of all of that, the bottom line is, I've said it several times already, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be in that moment. It's okay to feel that, allow yourself to feel it, but you just can't stay there. You cannot stay there. And there's so many things that are around us that can help us do this. If you feel like that you need help and you feel like that you cannot do it on your own, you cannot talk to your family or friends or you're afraid that they're not going to understand, I will be posting a link in the um, show notes where you can find support groups and find support within your area for exactly what you're dealing with. These days and times is not for us to be playing around with our health, our mental health. We have to take care of ourselves, mind, body, and soul. And so if I can do my part to help somebody um, in the best way that I can, I'm going to do so. Lastly, I just want to let you all know that you are worthy. You are enough. You are loved. And we see you. Okay, guys, that's all for this week. Don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Remember to join the Slaying Self-Doubt community on Facebook. Have a great week. See ya.